Some star performances for the Boston Bruins on Thursday night as Patrice Bergeron further cemented his legacy as one of the greatest Bruins of all time. And Linus Allmark recorded his first shutout of the season against his old team. With one game remaining on the schedule, we'll take a look ahead to tonight's contest in Toronto, as well as the implications for playoff seeding on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, April 29th. It's the final day of the NHL regular season, if you can believe it. And the Stanley Cup playoffs are set to begin on Monday. We do not yet know who the Bruins will face in round one. That will be decided tonight. Before we get into that, a quick thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, so whether you're an Apple user, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts is what I use on my phone, please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. The podcast is also available on YouTube, so you can catch a video feed and get a glimpse of Bessie sleeping in the background here in my home office slash living room in southern Ontario where just an hour down the road the Boston Bruins are waking up getting ready to face the Toronto Maple Leafs could be a sparse lineup uh, but first let's talk about last night's game shall we the Boston Bruins hosting the Buffalo Sabres in their final home game of the regular season Beating the Sabres by a score of 5-0 to move within one point of third place in the Atlantic Division. A couple things of note in this one. First, it was Linus Allmark's first shutout of the season. His first shutout with the Boston Bruins. And he was certainly happy to earn that uh, milestone against his old team. He said, today's game is history. Now we only look forward. It was great to get the shutout. A lot of emotions, obviously, playing your old team. Puts a lot of special feelings towards it. Had to wait a full season. Game 81, he gets that shutout. But he's focused on what's to come now. The regular season doesn't mean anything once you get to the playoffs. And it will be Allmark's first foray into the Stanley Cup playoffs, having never qualified as a member of the Buffalo Sabres. Patrice Bergeron also had a hat-trick in this one, adding an assist. The goals were number 398, 399, and 400 of his NHL career. Uh, David Pasternak, Taylor Hall each had a goal and an assist. Pasternak reaching the 40 plateau 
and Taylor Hall reaching the 20-goal mark in this game for the Boston Bruins. Um, really strong game overall for the Bruins. And to cap it off, they ended their lengthy power play drought by scoring two power play goals in this one. Um, Pasternak and Hall, both of their goals came with the extra skater. Boston Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy said there were a lot of positives from this game. It obviously caught his eye that he scored twice on the power play. It's been a long time. They didn't need the goals necessarily to affect the outcome of the game. But it's also good not to be going to the playoffs talking about how long it's been since they scored on the power play. And it's obviously good to get them out of the way. Bergeron said it's special to get 400 goals. Obviously because it's a huge milestone, but also because he scored all his goals as a member of the Boston Bruins. That's the biggest thing he's taking out of it, and he's very proud of that. Um, not likely that Bergeron will play tonight and get a chance to tie Rick Middleton for third all-time among Boston Bruins players. Uh, probably going to see a lot of guys resting. Again, we'll we'll talk about that in a moment. But for the for the time being, he's fourth in Bruins goal scoring, uh, behind Johnny Busick, who has 545, Phil Esposito at 459, and Rick Middleton at 402. Pasternak, his second 40 goal season in the NHL, only four. Bruins players have had more 40-goal seasons. Uh, Ken Hodge had three. Cam Neely had four. Rick Middleton with five. And Phil Esposito with seven 40-goal seasons, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Pasternak, still fairly early on in his career, you know, has a chance to certainly uh, climb that list if he remains healthy. Now... When it comes to the big bear of the night, so many guys stood out for the Boston Bruins. You had a four-point game, hat-trick for, um, for Patrice Bergeron. You had two-point games from Marchand, Hall, Pasternak. Maybe I'll give co-big bears of the game. Bergeron certainly deserving for getting the hat-trick, hitting that 400-goal mark, but also... I want to shout out Linus Allmark for that 37-save performance, earning the shutout against his former team. So a fantastic way to cap the home part of the regular season schedule. One game remaining on uh, the schedule, and that goes tonight in Toronto. We will tee that up here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Built Bar. Summer is coming. And with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacation or on a hike to the beach. You can throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so that you're fueled for your summer adventure. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both. 
and it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. Um, most built bars contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. Go to build.com to get all your favorites, and they're all delicious. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast available on all platforms. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So the Bruins tonight in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs. It will be the final game of the regular season. And it's a meaningful one in terms of seeding. At the moment, the Bruins are one point back of the Tampa Bay Lightning for third in the Atlantic Division. And both teams are in action tonight. The Lightning lost last night to the Columbus Blue Jackets. They will uh, be visiting the New York Islanders at 7.30 p.m. tonight. The scenario is a bit complicated, but basically it boils down to this. If Boston wins and Tampa Bay loses, then the Bruins will be third in the Atlantic. If And that's a regulation loss or an overtime loss for the Lightning. So Bruins win, Tampa loses, Boston third in the Atlantic. That's because if they are tied in points, Boston holds the regulation win tiebreaker over Tampa Bay. However, say the Bruins lose and Tampa Bay wins, Boston will be wild card number one. If the Bruins lose, like I said, in regulation or overtime, uh, and so they will not earn enough points to get into the third spot. If the Bruins lose in overtime and the Lightning lose in regulation, Bruins will be the third team in the Atlantic. Overtime loss for the Bruins. Overtime loss for the Lightning. Boston will be in that wildcard spot. Basically, for the Bruins to jump up to the third spot, they need to get two points, and Tampa can't get more than one point. Because if they finish tied, Bruins will have the tiebreaker. The question is, do the Bruins want to jump up to third in the Atlantic to play the Toronto Maple Leafs? Or do they want to stay in the first wildcard spot and play the Carolina Hurricanes? Both teams separated by... um, Three points in the standings. Carolina done for the season. Not much difference there. Uh, under the old 1-8 to eight seeding, the Bruins would be in line to play the Maple Leafs already uh, with 
them being ahead of both Pittsburgh and Washington. So really, they are the sixth best team in the East. And, um, you know, playing either Carolina or Toronto, they're going to be in tough. What we do know is that it probably will be a sparse lineup for the Boston Bruins uh, tonight. You check the AHL transactions page and you see that Jack Ashawn, Oscar Steen, Jack Stanika, and Chris Wagner have been recalled from Providence. That's on top of four extra players that the Bruins have at their disposal in Anton Bleed, Mark McLaughlin, Mike Riley, and Josh Brown. So you can see as many as eight regular Bruins sitting out tonight. Uh, Likely five forwards and three defensemen. So we could see the likes of, you know, Bergeron, Pasternak, Hall, um, Marchand, maybe one other guy sitting out on defense, maybe uh, McAvoy, Grizzlick, Carlos sitting out as well. So it's definitely going to be a patchwork lineup, and it'll be the same for the Maple Leafs. I believe they're sitting Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, maybe John Tavares. Uh, so it's kind of weird to have makeshift lineups vying for playoff seating here, but that's just the way it works in the NHL right now. Health is a premium over uh, you know, whoever you play in the first round. You want to have your guys healthy. Bottom line, Bruins lose. They stay in the wild card spot if they win. And Tampa either loses in regulation or overtime shootout. Then the Bruins will jump up into third. Doesn't seem as though the Lightning have much of an appetite to play the Maple Leafs in the first round. Not a great effort they put in last night. Uh, but, uh, you know, either way, it's going to be a tough matchup. I would personally prefer the Hurricanes because Frederick Anderson is banged up. Uh, Antti Ranta a little banged up as well. And I already mentioned I live in Ontario. I do feel that at some point you have to think the Maple Leafs are going to break through. And I'd prefer it not to be against the Boston Bruins personally. Having said that, in recent years... The Bruins have, of course, beaten both teams in the playoffs. They beat the uh, Carolina Hurricanes in 2020 in the uh, bubble playoffs that were held in Toronto. Uh, They also beat the Hurricanes in uh, 2019 in the Eastern Conference Finals, sweeping them en route to their final appearance against the St. Louis Blues. That year, they also beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, and they beat the Maple Leafs in 2018 as well. So it's been a few years since Boston and Toronto played each other since 2019, but we could very well uh, be seeing that. could be an opportunity for the Leafs to exercise some demons, finally break through, or another chance for the Bruins to assert their dominance over a lesser franchise. 
Coming up, we're going to talk about the 7th Man of the Year Award that uh, was given out last night by Jack Edwards of Nesson. But first, a quick word about BetOnline.net, your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including the ongoing NBA playoffs, the start of Major League Baseball season, and the Stanley Cup playoffs beginning Monday. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, before every regular season home finale, the uh, people from Nesson hand out their 7th player award presented to the Bruin who exceeded expectations of Bruins fans during the season. So this award is voted by you, the fans, uh, on Nesson.com. And the award last night was presented to Jeremy Swayman. The 23-year-old has appeared in 40 games this season prior to tonight. He'll be starting tonight. 23-13-3 record with a 2.37 goals against average and a 9.15 save percentage. He leads all rookie goaltenders with a minimum 15 games played in goals against, save percentage, wins, and shutouts with three. Swayman, of course, was drafted in the fourth round, 111th overall back in uh, 2017. Career record of 30-16-3 with a 2.19 goals against average and a 9.21 save percentage. In addition to the trophy, he receives a $5,000 donation to the charity of his choice, and he picked the American Heart Association. Uh, Past winners were uh, Charlie Coyle in 2020, Charlie McAvoy 2018, David Posternock, 2017 and 2015 and Brad Marchand uh, 2016 and in 2011 all due respect I would have voted for Eric Howla I think he has exceeded expectations filling in for David Krejci on the second line Uh, 18 goals 26 assists for 44 points he ranks sixth in scoring among all Bruins um, behind Marchand, Pasternak, Bergeron, Hall, and McAvoy. Kind of your star five. And then Howla leading a very complimentary um, forward group. I really think uh, he exceeded expectations, but you can't really argue with, uh, with Jeremy Swayman. He played very, very well this season, of course, and he'll get... A chance to improve on his numbers tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, What else is going on out there? The Florida Panthers clinched the President's Trophy for the first time in franchise history after beating the Ottawa Senators 4-0. Co-worker of mine, Chris, was at the game last night. Condolences, Chris, for watching that loss. They have 122 points. NHL's best record holding off the... Vancouver, oh, sorry, Vancouver, the Colorado Avalanche in that pursuit. Uh, yeah, what else is going on? That's pretty much it, I think. Um, 
tonight. We will know who the Bruins will be playing in the first round. So perhaps I'll pop a bonus video up on the YouTube channel. So subscribe to that so that you don't miss that. And whether we're playing the Hurricanes or the Maple Leafs on Monday, we'll be dropping a preview, series preview, with the hosts of either one of those um, either one of those shows. So that's it for today's episode, friends. I want to thank you so much for sticking with me through the regular season. I very much hope that we have several games ahead, 16 wins ahead to speak of, probably some losses in there as well. But uh, it's been a pleasure talking about these Bruins through these 81 games, one left on the schedule, and then hopefully a bunch of playoff games to talk about. What else am I going to be watching this weekend? Well, a couple episodes of Edder Range just dropped. The final episodes of Ozark just dropped. Got to catch up on Atlanta. Um, and we started watching Under the Banner of Heaven last night as well with Andrew Garfield, uh, developed from a John Krakauer book. And uh, the first episode was, was very, very good. And Pachinko, we have to follow. Oh, my gosh. There's just so much good TV out there right now. It's it's hard to keep track of. Um, but uh, I'm doing it. We also have some illness in the house. So kind of be a low-key weekend. Anyways, that's it, friends. Thank you so much for listening. I very much appreciate all the support. Oops, I forgot to pop up my banner here on the video. Follow at ENC McLaren. Follow at Locked NHL Bruins. And we'll be back on Monday to preview the Bruins game one playoff round one series opponents. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will talk to you again on Monday. Peace.